excited to have you here for Lead Your Tribe. My name is Dale Sidebottom, and I've got my good mate, co-host, and superstar, all in one, Kyle Wood. How are you, Kyle? <laughs> good, thanks, Dale. Thanks for the introduction. That's all right, mate. Now, we're just having a little chat before. I'm up and about. Um, it's freezing in Melbourne, but uh, I've already done a webinar. I've been in the gym. It's like I've already had half my day, and now I get to chat to you. How good is life? How are you, mate? <laughs> that's good. Uh, and I feel like that's, a, that's, that's something I want to talk about in today's topic, which is like kind of, you know, setting up your day. But uh, but part of that I thought was like talking about kind of what motivates you and, you know, not just you but me and the people listening to this and... Uh, the episode we recorded last week, we talked a lot about um, sort of adversity that that I felt like you overcame that you shared in your new book. And I thought, thinking about what sort of drives us to, to overcome think to overcome the, the crappy parts of our work, the bits that we can't be bothered doing. And yeah, I thought that'd be a fun topic to talk about today. Yeah, oh, I'm excited for that. And I just wanted to thank you again for uh, last week's episode around the book. And um, I know we spoke about it, but the questions that you asked me, ones I haven't been asked on the other 10 or 15 other episodes, podcasts I've, I've done around the book. So thank you for allowing me to sort of talk more about that and hopefully it resonates with people. And um, thanks for all the people who have reached out to me as well who have bought the book. And um, also, you know, a lot of people have reached out and said thank you for being so open and sharing and um, things like that. So it's been really humbling. So I do appreciate the support from everyone and um, excited to talk about today. So, Kyle, with that, um, you know, what, what drives you? Does That really comes down to motivation at the end of the day, doesn't it? Uh, that's what I'd sort mm. of put it at. Yeah, because the, the, when I think about, like, being driven, you know, yeah, I think about doing something that's challenging, that's maybe difficult, but I guess it's – you you're happy to do that because the thing at the end of that that you're trying to get towards is seems big enough or exciting enough or uh, meaningful meaningful enough. I guess that's really what it comes to. It's it holds meaning for you. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think with that as well, and um, what draws you out the last few weeks I've had uh, working with my coach mate that I've been a bit not lost, but I've been sort of. I don't know, you know, when you're you know, like for four and a half years, I've had a goal to release a book and now I've done that and I just, I've, I feel lost because that was a goal that I just actually didn't ever think I'd be able to achieve. And now I'm like, okay, what what's next? Where am I going? And I don't know, do you get this sometimes when there's something you, you're really proud of and you release it or you do, you create it, you finish it, then you, instead of feeling like I do feel proud, but I felt I've just, yeah, I don't know. I'm lost, um, and I don't know why. I'm still driven to do stuff, but it's like I've ticked off that huge achievement that I've just had my eyes set on for so long, and now, yeah, now I'm sort of idling. I don't know. Have you? Do you get that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Good. I, I was yeah, a freak. I <laughs> no, no. I just had something recent with uh, bringing out this new Bootcraft Pro for membership, and. Um, and I could kind of feel it was coming because I could feel how much of a high I was on, like in the last couple of weeks, which you probably felt that with the book, like exhausted, but your thing was much bigger than mine. 
Um, but then, yeah, the then it was just like just crash down <laughs> afterwards. I think it. I think it is normal. Uh, I mean, I guess it's like it'd be like uh, if we use like sporting or athletics as an example. Think about running like a hundred meter race, and you're sprinting, um, and like leading up to the race, you're nervous, you're excited, and then you do the race, and you're giving it everything you've got. But then afterwards, you're like falling on the ground <laughs> because you're so exhausted. I think we sometimes forget that going after big goals can be the same. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I just it's um one of those things that I don't know. I've never really felt that. Ah, just sort of lack of drive or motivation, and mm. and it's made me really. And I, I've I've sort of sat back, and I haven't done a lot. I've really sort of allowed myself to be still and not have to be going a million miles an hour. And um, yeah, so, so I suppose that's sort of what I'm talking about today. But what drives you? Well, my thing is yeah. doing things that will help other people that I'm proud of, and um, uh, will help my brand and and that you know things i do so that that drives me but um the drive comes i feel and i feel i'm more up and about on today's podcast because i started my morning well um and for me doing something with high energy i i have to do it every morning because if i don't uh my days they fizz out now whereas Mm -hmm. um i just feel the older we get and um i've probably pushed my body too hard working for too long that my motivation and drive isn't like it used to be. So for me to be at the top of my game, what drives me? Well, I need to just absolutely get myself fired up and going in the morning. And um, like we've spoke about working certain hours. So I'll only work the morning today. I'll finish at lunchtime and then I'll be done. So I think what drives me is doing something that will help other people that I'm proud of um, and builds my brand and, and goes with everything I'm doing, but also knowing what my limitations are now, setting reasonable goals and work hours um, and working solid in those. Yeah. Yeah, what comes up for me when you say that is is also about like having a family, I think, before a family, you know, you and your partner can kind of like pursue these two, you know, your own sort of your own sort of things, your own activities, work goals, career goals, things like that. And then when yeah, the child comes along, suddenly you've got this like this this other thing in your life <laughs> that, that takes up all your time, you know, a, a, yeah, a, a large chunk of your time and your energy and. Um, it's another project that gets added to the mix. And um, so I think that can affect your drive in terms of your career and, and work and stuff like that because um, that's also something that's like really important that's come into your life. Yeah, 100%. It really is. And um, I think that's like what I'm realizing now is that, um, yes, we all need to work uh, and we need to work for our own self, that we're not just a parent. We're also an individual. We're also mm. got our own goals and visions, but I think also being more strategic and planning a lot better with how I do work and when I do do that is something that um, has really resonated with me that um, I don't want to be working at nights now because I want to be home. I want to help with bath time. I want to help with dinner. I want to be there as a family. Whereas previously 
it didn't matter what time of the day was, I would just be doing it. So I think things do change like that. But also what drives me, well, it drives me to get up at, I've started getting back up at 4am now. So um, I can do my stuff in the morning. Um, I go to the gym at 5am and then I can start my day. So that way I don't have to worry about that at the end of the day. I don't feel guilty. um, And I'm also still doing the things that I need for myself because we've all got our release. We've all got our own time, Kyle time, Dale time, Whatever your name is, you, you've got something that you need every day. Um, if that's meditation, if that's going for a walk, if that's journaling, whatever it is, uh, for me, I need to go to the gym and do 50 minutes of solid exercise um, and I need to do that in the mornings now because I am such a better person when I do that. So I think mm. figuring that out um, is something that's crucial, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the morning gyms because I recently – uh, a couple of months ago, switched to doing it first thing in the morning, which I've resisted for a long time because, you know, technically, according to science, you know, it, for men especially, it's better for us to work out later in the day when we've had more time to sort of get going. But, it yeah, it's like sometimes you have to like throw out the rules. <laughs> Make your own. <laughs> to do what works for you, yeah. And I, I know, yeah, same thing. I feel so much better. It's not eating into my family time later if I get up early and do it, you know, um, at least nearly finished by the time everyone else is staring. And, uh, and yeah, I do feel way better during the day as well. Um, so, I think that's, that's a really important thing, uh, which we're sort of getting into setting up your day as well a bit here. But I think that's really important sometimes just to like throw out what works for everyone else or what the best practices are and sometimes you know what works best for you do that yeah a hundred percent and i i think we have spoken about this before and the reason it keeps coming up is because it is so important and um like you said circumstances change you might change your job uh your family might have different things your friends whatever so um, you know, having that non-negotiable, like you said, no one's up when I go to the gym. I may wake them starting the car, but um, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not actually interfering or being selfish by doing that. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that now I've figured out that previously I could be as selfish as I want because um, life revolved around yeah. me and what I wanted to do. And now I don't want it to be like that, but I also understand that there's something to be selfish about and I need that because when I don't go yeah. – I'm not, as, I'm not as good person. I'm not as upbeat. I'm not as bubbly. I'm not as happy, friendly, empathetic, whatever you want to call it. Um, that doesn't work for me. So, um, and it sounds like you're the same, mate. So with that, Kyle, um, what drives you? I want to know you personally. What what drives you? And, and are you like me that um, behind my computer, I've got a scrap bit of paper that I wrote down four and a half years ago with goals. I want Like not a bucket list, but <laughs> goals I want to achieve. Is that what you do? What drives you? How do you plan? Talk to me. Yeah, I was thinking about this because it made me think that there's maybe like two types of, you know, things that you get driven by. One is those, one of those short-term goals. So, um, or like relatively short-term, like writing a book or launching a new course, starting a business, um, you know, start changing career, things like that, having a family, things that... Um, that are coming up and then you, you sort of get the the highs and the lows <laughs> throughout the project and then, yeah, usually a bit of a slump afterwards. But then I was thinking about what what's that long-term drive, that drive that keeps you showing up every single day that keeps you going back 
And I think um, it probably comes from more of like a Buddhist look at life, which is the the it's it's the small actions that you're doing every single day that drive you. So it's like those. Um, so for me, it's when I to get me to sit down and show up at work in front of a computer, especially when I feel like I'm more of a outdoorsy kind of person. <laughs> it's it's the yeah that knowledge that on the other side of that, someone is hopefully going to get some benefit out of the work that I do today. So I think, yeah, that long-term drive and when it, when it works best for me is when I focus on that, I focus on like even those, those few people out there that I think of that will, you know, even recording this podcast, it's like, you know, I know there's, I know there's like at least three people that listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and there's more obviously. But like, there's there's sort of like three people I think of now who I know will listen, who listen to every episode. Who I'm like, what would be helpful like to them? What can I what can I share with them today? How can I show up and be honest and um and yeah, help them? So I think that that is a big part of what drives me is um and that's when I feel like I do my best work versus more frantic work, which usually is focused on like short-term goals and things like that. Mm, so with, with that, that's very interesting. So obviously, and they may be called super fans or whatever you want to call them, um, but you know mm. people that really benefit from the things you do and there are people in any profession that there is at least three people that will be super fans or really benefit from, you know, the work you do and, and it makes a big difference or impact in their life. When you're doing something, do you constantly think of, you know, those super fans, Cole, and um, that it will help them. Is that sort of how that drives you a little bit to keep showing up for those because, you know, they'll always be there? When I'm at my best, okay. it is. But, I, but you know, I get lost in the weeds. I forget the why that I'm doing stuff. <laughs> and um, and that then that tends to be when the drive isn't there, when the motivation isn't there because I've lost sight of of what that thing is, you know, that I'm working towards and the work loses its meaning then as well. So then I don't feel like what I'm doing is as meaningful. Um, you know, when I find myself getting stuck in like just going through the motions um, and I think that's when those short-term goals can be really helpful because they can give you something to work towards. But yeah, the danger is like, um, and I think, I think this is maybe something we're seeing culturally at the moment, uh, especially in in men around the world, because as men we we are really raised to to do things, to achieve things. Um, but then what's happening is that thing of like, oh, I've achieved this, but now, but now what? Yeah. Now what do I do? And that complete just like the bottom dropping out underneath you, you know, once once you've achieved this goal or this. Or it not ending up being, you know, what the commercials have been selling you over the years. Like, <laughs> oh, I had a family. Oh, this is really hard. Being the dad that I want to be is is really really challenging. Um, and I and I thought this was the end goal, but it's actually the start. You know, this is this is an yeah, this is another challenge. So how how do I keep myself motivated? How do I keep myself going 
when I'm when when it isn't what it turned out to be. So yeah, yeah. And I, I and I think that really just comes down to having everyone's got that one thing, and this is what I've figured out from. I know my son's only five and a half months old, which isn't very old, and people listening go, oh, you've got a long way to go, and I know. Um, but <laughs> I think one thing I've figured out is that I need to do that one thing each day for me, and, and that for me that's going to the gym. And mm. once I've done that, my self-esteem feels better. I've achieved something, um, and I've done that for me, nobody else. Like I'm not trying to get fit to impress my wife or to put some budgie smugglers on and walk down the beach. I couldn't care about that. I simply do it because it makes me feel good. Um, and when I feel good about myself, I'm more inclined to drive harder, be motivated, be a better husband, father, friend, work person, whatever you want to call it, and I show up. Um, so what drives me? Well, I drive myself to do one thing a day for myself, and from there I find that everything else sort of mm. falls into place, Kyle. And um, I know sometimes it is hard, like, this morning it was freezing. It was four thirty a.m. and I'm in the car. I was trying to hose off the ice on the front of it because it's bloody cold <laughs> at the moment. But I'm like, no, I need to do this because this motivates me. This is when I'm a better person. Um, it's my non-negotiable. Yeah. So that's really at the end of the day. It's doing something for yourself. It's not selfish because then that act will allow you to be the best person you can in all other areas of your life. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like that's something that took me. A long time. Well, long. I guess I'm still young. <laughs> comparatively, <laughs> you got but, a long time but I feel like it took me a long time to work that out. Um, that there's this, because uh, you're, you're still doing something for other people. I mean, you could just be, oh, no, I'm not going to go work out and I'm going to be grumpy all day. <laughs> but it's that like, oh, I want to show up and be supportive and helpful to the people in my life, whether that's the client, you know, that you just ran it, you just ran a webinar before this, so whether it's that or, um, or yeah, for your family, friends, things like that. Um, I think you touched on something really important there around self esteem and doing things, following through on things that you challenge yourself to do, and how that can be such a great way to build self esteem. Yeah. Yep. Well, being accountable. Um, At the end of the day, that's being accountable to yourself. And um, each time you sort of set something that it's not easy, do you know what I mean? Like it's not easy to set your alarm in the falls and get up and do that. And this, I'm just yeah, talking about myself yeah. here. Like it's not easy and I know that's not for everyone. I'm not saying to do that. But each time I do it and I'm driving home and I'm getting home at 6 a.m. and people aren't even up yet, I'm like – Geez, that's great. My day is going to be good because I set my I set an intention for myself. I achieved it. I feel good. Now I'm going to dominate the day. And it doesn't yeah. have to be going to the gym. For some people, simply meditating or painting, drawing, knitting, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, it's some form of mindfulness. And it's some form of mindfulness that when you're doing it, you're not thinking about anything else going on in your life. And I know I talk about this all the time, my work, my book, and play-based mindfulness. Mindfulness comes in all different shapes and forms. And um, I think most people need to have something like that each day. And I, I, I know a lot of people here are trainers that listen to this, Kyle, and I know you are as well. The benefit of exercising, particularly, and I'm loving going to a gym now because for eight and a half years, I've been to every gym or boot camp or whatever i've run it so now i rock up i don't think and i do it and it's liberating it's amazing i don't think i smash myself i'm done 
And and that's for me. That's my mindfulness. I'm present. I'm not worried about what happened yesterday. I'm not worried about what's coming up later on today. Mm. I am in the zone and I do that every day. Small wins, that drives me, motivates me to be a better person. So what I'm trying to say with that is everyone's got that one thing that you know you need each day to make yourself a better person. Be accountable to yourself and do it. Yeah. Yep. Um. And I think that for me, the morning is good as well because it's like I got less time to talk myself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we your half asleep brain, if you can just like get out of bed, yeah, the half asleep part of you will just like sort of go through the motions. And then you're up and it's like, well, may as well do the workout now because I'm up. Correct. But yeah, you're right. It could be whatever it is. Um, your so this has made me think of a, a, a story. Love your stories. Um, Here we go. Personal experience. Not the, fi- not the fisherman, <laughs> is it? Is it the fisherman? Oh, that was a good one. Oh, uh, no, it's a personal oh, sorry. story. Um, so, and I, I've, I've mentioned this before, I think, but when I moved down here, new community, new people, uh, I was looking for ways to get involved in the community. And I don't play sport, which, Dale, you know, coming from a country community like sports <laughs> big part of it sport. good way to meet <laughs> and i think that was maybe your recommendation i was sort of trying to work out ways i could be involved but um a friend of mine was like oh to you know join the local fire brigade because here in victoria all of our fire brigades uh outside of melbourne are volunteer well most of them and so you know i went down signed up started started my training that, you know, they put you through an initial course to make sure you can actually get out there and do stuff. And I remember coming home after one session and at the end of the session, the instructor had been sharing with us about some of the, some of the incidents we get called out to, um, which, you know, you think firefighter, you're going to go to fires, right? But he was talking about one of the other big ones we go to, which is motor vehicle accidents. And, um, just going, just describing some of the, the scenes he's been to, I came home and I, I was just like, There's, I, I got to drop out of this. Like, I can't, I don't know what turning up to a, a car accident with someone still inside, like what that's going to, like, I don't know if I need to see that in my life. Um, and I was just, yeah, I just began to talk myself out of out of this course and and just like, yeah, I can't do that. You know, I, you know, I've got this history of depression. I can't like, what if that triggers something? Da, 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 da. And um, a couple of days later, my friend who had recommended I join just called me out of the blue. He was like, oh, hey, how's training? <laughs> you know, how's your course going? Because uh, he was excited to have someone to talk to about it. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to finish it. Anyway, very lucky this friend has um, a background with, with NA, Narcotics Anonymous, and has then supported, you know, dozens of other guys through their journey. And he's like, he didn't try and he didn't give me, you know, all he said to me was, he's like, he's like, you know, when in my experience, when I'm trying to do something challenging, um, if I see it through, at least then my, you know, my self-esteem gets that boost at the end because I, because I've said I would commit to something and I see it through. But if I, you know, don't follow through on something like that, then, you know, the opposite's going to happen. Like my self-esteem is going to take a hit because I, because I tried to do something and I, and I didn't follow through. So he's like, look, just, he's like, my recommendation would be just finish the course, finish the training. And then if you don't want to do it afterwards, you can not do it. 
So it was it was awesome advice. So I stuck it out, finished the other month and a bit of training, and then um, haven't looked back. And yet, being a volunteer firefighter has been such an amazing thing for my self esteem and the people I've met and the opportunities I've had through that. Yeah, which which could have all gone because I didn't yeah keep that commitment to myself. So I think that's again been a really good lesson for me on like following things, you know, seeing things through um, and not giving up when they get challenging or setting myself things like just, just give it another month or just give it another week, you know, like just delaying that point, which I quit um, that little bit longer to make sure that I really given something all that I could give before, you know, throwing the towel. And, And that's so true. And at the end of the day, the only person that's probably going to be disappointed for not doing it. No, no one else cares. No one else cares what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's. Yeah. And I know that sounds horrible, but no one gives an absolute shit what you're doing in your life, Kyle, because they're, everyone else yeah. is so busy with what they're doing. So what you've just said there is you kept a commitment to yourself and that's yeah. a huge win. And at the end of the day, that's the only person that we have to keep commitments to because if you can't keep a commitment to yourself, how are you going to be able to follow through on anything else in your life? You know, you're going to make excuses. You're going to let things slip and it's a snowball effect. So that one story there, you know, anytime things get tough for you, you go, no, I stuck this out. I was able to do that. This next thing, I'm going to do that as well. And that's at the end of the day, what drives you, driving yourself to be proud of yourself and commit to things you're doing. That's unreal. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I feel like that might be Woo! a good place to wrap up unless no, you've mate. got something else to, you'd like to no, add. not at all. That's, uh, that's good. I love your stories. You're, always, you're a very good storyteller, Kyle. Oh, thank you. I don't know where that comes from. Um, maybe we can do an episode on storytelling. Good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And I guess while we're on the topic of what drives you, I mean, I would be curious to know to you listening what drives you. Mm. Um, so if you want to send us an email, uh, you can just go to the website. You can find all the details through there. And, yeah, would love to know what drives you. Um, and if you found anything useful, got anything useful out of this episode. Yeah, for sure. And at, at the end of the day, like we said before, there might be three people listening, Kyle, and um, we can always tailor things that those three people want. But, um, yeah, if we, we want to know, like we always say, we want to know what can help you or what was beneficial. Was Kyle's stories beneficial? Was a couple of my rants beneficial? Um do you know what I mean? Like we are just essentially, oh, we really enjoy this because we get to catch up and we talk to each other and figure things out, which is not selfish, but it's um, therapeutic and it's beneficial for us. But um, we want to also be helping you as well. So um, if you can let us know, that would be awesome. Thank you. That's your homework for the week. The school teacher and me coming Sounds out, good. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Farewell. Peace out, legend. Peace out, legend.